Mel Palmini was one of the nine muses of Greek literature. The muses were considered goddesses of music, song, and dance. And in the classical era, Mel Palmini was assigned the specific artistic sphere of tragedy. Mel Palmini was the goddess of tragedy. And the elements of Greek tragedy are a tragic hero, a tragic flaw, a catastrophe, and then a chorus, and then a central belief or fate. And all of these put together, when you watch it or receive it, make up drama. Drama is something that we can watch. Drama is something that can be inflicted upon others. Drama is something that we participate in. Drama is something that is all around us. And our hopes are that perhaps one day we can have no more drama. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. I am here today to educate, inform, and inspire, and I do it through a trip through the past. I listen to music, and I come here to hopefully educate, inform, and inspire you. And today, the song that we're listening to comes from the Mary J. Blige album, No More Drama. And in fact, No More Drama was the fifth studio album put out by Mary J. Blige. It came out in August of 2001. The album got two Grammy nominations for Best R&B Album and Best Female R&B Performance at the 44th Grammy Awards. Now, the inspiration for No More Drama came largely from Mary J.'s own hectic life at the time. In an interview, she talked about living a life where there was alcohol and drug abuse and a series of abusive relationships. And what she was trying to do in this album is to break free from a vicious circle that came about because of what she said was a very hard childhood. So the ability to release and escape and heal from drama through your artistic creations is a major theme that goes on throughout this album. And in fact, the song No More Drama features a sampling of a piano riff from the song Nadia's Theme, which was originally called Cotton's Dream. And it was a piece of music composed by Barry D. Vorazon and Perry Boykin in 1971. You would hear it in the long-running soap opera, which is still running today, The Young and the Restless which premiered in 1973, 49 years ago. And then Cotton's Dream got changed to Nadia's Dream, named after, in fact, Nadia Comaneci during the 1976 Olympics. So when we think about drama, drama and tragedy can be self-inflicted. It can be inflicted by others. It is something that we manage on a daily basis Drama can also be a response to injustice that is occurring around you. Let's travel to October of 1870. And what you're looking at right here is a streetcar 
in the 1800s. And in Louisville, Kentucky, there were three men who started their day outside the Quinn Chapel. And they went to a trolley stand. And that trolley stand was located on 10th and Walnut Street. And when the three men got there, one was Robert Fox, who was an elderly mortician, his brother Samuel Fox, and their business partner, Horace Pierce, who worked for both brothers. At the time, African-American men could not sit down inside of a streetcar. They could ride outside of the streetcar, standing on the planks. An African-American woman could ride inside of a streetcar, but she had to sit in the back. So these men got onto the streetcar, paid the fare, and sat down. What happened at that moment? Well, at that moment, the driver was not going to argue with these African-American men, these black citizens, about their rights. And he wasn't going to proceed with the route. He sent a message to the streetcar company's central office that there was trouble, that there was drama. And he called out to other trolley drivers for assistance. So then what happened after that? A lot of white drivers came, surrounded the three black men, and began kicking them and shouting racial slurs. They then dragged them off the trolley and back into the street. But then there was a crowd of African-American men that came back as well. But in the midst of all of this, Pierce and Fox got back into the car. Pierce and the Fox brothers. They remained calm. They remained composed. But this time they clenched stones in their fist. And the drivers, if the drivers attacked them again, they were ready to fight back. But the crowd continued to shout at support. We'll pay your fines. We'll see you through, see you through this and don't budge a step. But then along came the superintendent of the central passenger company came running up to the car. And he said he would give back their fines if they got off but they didn't. So then the police came and hauled the men off to jail. Now, over time, these men were able to sue. And a man named Colonel John Ward, a white lawyer at the time, defended their rights. And in Louisville, Kentucky, at the time, after this case, they ruled in 1871, that their fines were given back. But they didn't deal with the issue of them ruling. But then more and more African-American people began to protest and try to ride streetcars at this time in Kentucky. And finally, because of all this, because of the demonstrations, at the time, on May 13th of that year, the mayor named John George Baxter Jr. sat down with the leaders of the black community and their lawyers and their representatives, and they decided to allow African-Americans to ride the streetcars, the same as whites without restriction. They had attained at that time simple justice. 
It was simple justice that only maintained and only stayed around for a short period of time. By 1877, when Reconstruction was over, in the South, they began to pass the Black Codes, which meant that for almost 100 years, African-Americans in the South didn't have the same rights that the people fought for there in 1870. But those people back in the 1870s, the Fox brothers and Pierce, set the tone that injustice must be opposed. And they resisted the drama that other people were trying to inflict upon them. Now, some of the lyrics in the song that stand out to me. Mary says, only God knows where the story ends for me, but I know where the story begins. It's up for me to choose whether we win or lose. And I choose to win. No more pain, no more games, no more drama, no more drama in my life. I don't want to hurt anymore. So we have pain, we have frustration, and those come into our lives on a daily basis. You know, there are those who inflict pain and those individuals who need to be resisted and stood up to. And maybe, in fact, you will succeed and maybe you won't. But I do believe that in the face of injustice or evil or when someone needs help, we have to hopefully have the character and the ability to choose to help. You know, in the world right now, we see this playing out each day. You know, in Russia, we see an individual who is right now devoted to the destruction of others and willing to inflict pain and hurt on the innocent. And we pray and hope that those in the Ukraine will triumph over Vladimir Putin. And here in America, I'm safe. You know, I'm in my home and I don't want to take this for granted. So what can I do? I can live my life with gratitude and service each day. Because I know that there are people in bomb shelters. There are people who are fighting in the streets. And there are people who are being separated from their loved ones. And I know that they will happily trade places with me. You see, I only have prayers for the people in the Ukraine. Prayers that this will cease. But until then, I have to take my stand by living my life each day. For example... If I'm stuck in traffic or having annoyed at having to work an eight-hour day, I need to know that these individuals would happily embrace trading places with me. They would rather be probably working an eight-hour day, driving in traffic, than having to hide out in a bomb shelter, being separated from their families. So when all of us this week go out on our day, if we're standing in line for traffic, if we don't want to pay our bills, we go out and remember that there are those who would trade places with us. And we go out and live to the best of our ability and realize that what we have should not be taken for granted. For in a flash, it could be taken. So I charge you to do the same. Take away the drama that's in your life. Confront the drama that is in your life. Attempt to heal from the drama in your life. And please, whatever we do, let us not be individuals who inflict 
pain and drama on others. Thank you for listening to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson, and this has been my experience. Remember, I am here to educate, inform, and inspire. And guess what? You can take a trip over after this to check out my website, The Stephen Thompson Experience. The Stephen Thompson Experience is my website that houses a lot of what I do here each week. It houses my web page, of course, which I blog on. And along with that, it hosts, it has copies of this podcast. It also has copies of my two books that I have recorded written, not recorded, two books that I have written recently. So check it out. Here it is, the Stephen Thompson Experience. There's the website. You can go over here. And when you get there to the Stephen Thompson Experience website, click this button over here in the right-hand corner and sign up. And you can listen to my podcast, other episodes that I have. I've been doing this for five years now. You can pick up my new book, Up the Nose and Back Out Again. You can read my blog. You can see a video of me doing some content creation talk. You can download the first chapter of my first book, The Adventures of Aquafuncopus and the Macrocosm of Mayhem. And also you can listen to other episodes of the Stephen Thompson Experience. There are five years worth of episodes coming up on five years this coming March. So go ahead and do that for me today. Otherwise, go out, use your gifts, lead by example. Have a great week. This is Stephen Thompson, and this has been my experience. Hey, if you are listening to an audio version of this, still check out the website. But if you're listening to a video version or watching a video version of this, go on up to the website. Take care. Have a great one. Bye-bye.